from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. If I could work the rest of my life, every day the rest of my life, I would couldn't even come close to being as happy as Bamani probably should be this week. Why is that? Even though he probably as cool as Bamani, I think even as cool as Bamani is, he enjoyed getting a shout out in a congressional hearing oh, this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let's ask him. Bamani Jones. Right time is the podcast. Game Theory season finale is tonight on HBO. Bo, what's going on, man? All good, man. So it was it getting shouted out in a congressional hearing, or was it uh, Black Thought using your name in a West Side gun track a couple oh, of years ago? Oh, man, the Black Thought one. Absolutely. Yeah. That, That's what that, I thought. That that one wins. This one, don't get me wrong, was really cool, but it's our, it's a little more functional. We we would like to get picked up for season three. These are the these are the kinds of things that your bosses care about. Like I, I mean, like, like yeah, oh, you got I mean, name dropped at a congressional hearing. Oh, yeah, oh well, I mean, yeah, let's, see what, let's see what we can do in season three. Let's see yeah. what happens. On an yeah. episode we just did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but you gotta start the hashtag five seasons in a movie. Let's go. That's what I'm saying. Like, I never like dreamed of being shouted out in congress that's just kind of oh okay that's cool but if i could turn that into another season of this television show you know that's that's that that you got you got to keep your eyes on the prize fellas all right business uh business question then um because i know we haven't had a chance to talk about it but i'm curious about this season one happens i enjoyed season one season two happens and i feel like there's been a lot more traction for it, I don't know if it's because of things like the, the you know, the Jake Paul situation, right? You, you had you had this moment with Jake Paul, he loses, and people are immediately going right back to that uh, to that interview. Or what happens uh, with name, image, and likeness? I know how you've talked about it on the air, and how you wrote about it in the New York Times. It gets this congressional shout out. Uh, it just seems like season two topics are just maybe, oh, okay, season two, we'll see what Pomani's got. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's an interesting question because we have gotten like a lot more attention off of the things we're doing. I think part of it is part of it is topic selection and what mm-hmm. we've gone about, but the other part is the show got better. And so you just have more people going and checking it out. There's this other thing that happens too, which is the longer something is on, it becomes treated as an institution. And not that our show is being treated as an institution. But there's something implicit that comes from when you're on for a second season that almost yeah. by definition, it, it's more important to the people observing from outside. Pamani Jones, HBO, ESPN, The Right Time is the podcast, joining us here on the Easter Automotive Group Hotline. It's Joe Obvious, I'm Joe Giglio. All right, Bo, uh, getting the, the shout out is nice, but the actual congressional hearings, I felt like kind of went in the dog and pony show the way that we <laughs> thought they would probably go. You have a lot of people in in congress who don't really understand the issue at hand and of course the ncaa is is fighting tooth and nail to keep the old way it just it depresses me uh bo uh, can i is there a way for me not to be depressed about the future of college sports <laughs> oh no it's all a real problem okay like I, and i, I think- just want to i just want them to be like Join us. Like, get here in 2023, please. No, the thing to me, though, that I think is the saddest reflection of how broken this all is, like, I was seeing um, Izzo's quotes about transfers and, you know, guys, his point was that most of these guys who are transferring, they, like, they're not going pro anywhere. Like, they're just going somewhere else to kind of get on the field, and what they're doing is not necessarily best for them. 
which is something that I 100% wholeheartedly agree with. Like, I think mm-hmm. the way this transfer thing is gone, there was a value to having to sit for a year. If nothing else, it made people stop and think about these decisions they were making and make sure they were right. And I also believe that let's assume for a second that the school stuff actually matters. Like getting acclimated yeah. to a new place is a lot. Like if you told me that they got rid of freshman eligibility, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If this were actually about, you know, anybody learning anything, mm-hmm. but you can't have a set of circumstance where the guys can't transfer whenever just because of what goes on with the coaches. Like the level of hypocrisy is just entirely too jarring for you to not to, for you to feel okay about the idea that player movement be restricted in a way that actually makes most sense for all parties involved. So the stuff that the stuff that actually makes sense, you can't even really do because the thing is so broken. But Monty Jones game theory season finale tonight on HBO to that end, I saw Adrian Wojnarowski had tweeted out with the upcoming collective bargaining agreement negotiations with the NBA and the NBA Players Association that the one-and-done rule is not on the table. Nobody's really interested in getting rid of it. It's going to stay as is. I feel like Silver's the only one who's ever really tried to do anything with it. Uh, I can see why the NBA wants it in play or the Players Association might want it in place. I can see why the owners ultimately want it in place too. And I guess with the advent of of the G League elite, the overtime elite. There's different there's NIL. Um, there's avenues for you to make money and play other places. Honestly, the biggest surprise of the of one and done rule staying in place is that LeBron James clearly has no more suction because he's just <laughs> going to have to wait for Bronny to play in the NBA for real. One more year. One more year. Yeah, no, nah, this is going to stress this out farther than maybe his <laughs> knees and tendons like actually want to go. Now, the the one and done thing, and you you hit on it, is that the two parties who make this decision, none of them have any incentive to change this. Yeah, like what's what's? I don't know how it helps either group. Like, for I mean, if you really stop and think about it, what does the NBA get out of allowing guys to come in at eighteen years old? Who wants to have to supervise eighteen year olds? Nobody. (laughs) All right, like the nineteen part. I'm surprised they don't both get together and throw it up to twenty. But I guess it would just wind up being such bad uh, PR. But no, it's not going to change. I don't – if college basketball wasn't so messed up, none of us would really have a problem with this. The problem with this simply is that, at least in the ways that we typically view this and according to the previous paradigm, the only place to go was somewhere you couldn't get paid and you were going to wind up getting exploited. Um, Now I guess the game is a little bit different in that regard. But otherwise, I don't blame the NBA for being like, hey, hold off, hold off, hold off. Well, the biggest problem, Bo, was them trying to – figure out at, when someone's 15 or 16 what they're going to look like in the NBA. And sure, maybe a Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kevin Garnett, you could figure that out. But with a lot of guys, you can't. Yeah, well, I think there's another problem, too, which is the there's no such thing as a rookie sensation anymore. Like, when you think about the great rookie seasons that people have from way back, these dudes are 22 right. years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you, you say know? this, Bo, without, with, with what you know is coming next year. Okay. That's what it's going to take. A seven okay. foot four, two <laughs> guard. <laughs> like that's you mean all the I'm exception doesn't prove the rule. No, but here's the thing. He will be in a, 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 a um, sensation just in terms of arrival. We'll see how good he is actually. Yeah. But when you yeah. think about how impactful great rookies had been at some points, like think about Shaq's rookie year, for example. Sure. That doesn't happen anymore. And it's because the kids are just too young. They just yeah. can't do it. By the time they get to be 22, they can put up those kinds of numbers. But I don't. I think it would be better branding for the NBA if you didn't have to, like, imagine if in baseball you had to deal with guys AAA years except they were in the majors. And that's what you get with these dudes. 
Well, Monty Jones, Right Time is the podcast. Game Theory HBO season finale is tonight. Uh, over to the NFL, where I guess we've hit the uh, Lamar Jackson's nutritional intake and sleep cycle has come into play, uh, which is which is fascinating when the New York Jets are salivating over a guy who openly takes drugs in the offseason. So I'm, I'm, I'm really confused as to what's – I mean, other than the simplest answer – but I'm really confused as to what the hell's going on with Lamar Jackson these days. So I think we have to keep in mind, and I've been bouncing this around. Like I've had all kinds of stuff to say, obviously, but one thing we can't forget about is this is the same league where only one team thought it wise to take him in the first round. True. Now the wide receiver conversation, all that. Right. Now let's think about something with take Cam Newton, for example, one thing we found out in the Cam Newton career was the people that were skeptics early always sat around crossing their fingers, waiting for the moment that they ultimately would be correct. Right. Right. Is that what's going on here? That all these guys who in the beginning were not on board, just insist they were correct in the first place. Is this about the league trying to establish or maintain the current paradigm as it relates to guaranteed contracts? And we don't even know what Lamar Jackson wants in a contract. I just know that quarterbacks are so scarce and that guy is so good. And even if you don't think he's good, I know you, whoever you are listening, think that quarterback wins is a stat. And I believe the record is 45 and 18. And you're going to tell me that nobody even wants to kick the tires. Yeah. That's just, that just doesn't make any sense. It's this, if we put the collusion aside, it's like this combination of owners who are like, no, I'm not going to invest in a quarterback who we didn't think was going to be one out of college. No, I'm not going to invest in a guy who's missed, you know, uh, 10 games in the last two years. With no context, put by a, the way. Put an asterisk on the, this year's five games, by the yeah. way. And, and no, I'm not going to invest in a guy who's 20, who just turned 26. And that getting back to hold Cam on, Newton. Hold on, hold on, Joe. He's younger yeah. than Joe Burrow. I know. Mm-hmm. He's 20. He just turned 26. And also... Even if you only think he has five years left, isn't it worth to win the Super Bowl in that five years? I know Cam Newton didn't win the Super Bowl, but in his eight years, he took a team to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. was the MVP of the league. Wasn't that worth it for the Panthers? I, th- this is the part of it, Bo, that I just don't get, hey, other don't, than straight-up collusion and racism. I, I, don't know, I don't know what other way of explanation there and might also, be for it. And also, don't forget, going into the last year of that contract for Cam Newton, it was the we don't know from Gettleman and everybody that was involved. Right. He had to go to the Super Bowl. Yes. Right? Oh, right? Yes. You know, yeah. And, and yeah. so right. that's the thing. Like, you mentioned the possibility of racism, and it's like... Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. 
Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Obviously, I don't have an answer for whether or not it's racism, right? Like mm -hmm. none of us can actually answer, but people have to understand when something just doesn't make any sense. You're not leaving us with a lot of options as to try to figure out what's going on here. Like collusion seems to be possible. Did you see your man Rivera come out and say that Lamar Jackson, yeah. like, he doesn't do what they do? And I'm like, That's yeah. Right. Doesn't fit. Right. Yeah. Doesn't fit. Yeah, y'all lose. <laughs> That's what y'all do. Y'all lose. Look, Ron. Bo, you Who? know. Who got Ron, buddy? <laughs> right, but right. where were you, dude? Come on now. Listen, I try not to get our guests in trouble. We, we've learned this from you, but we had Wes Durham on on Wednesday, like we normally do. He, he voice of the Atlanta Falcons, and he's trying to tell us that the Falcons would not be benefiting from Lamar Jackson's salary Lamar. cap. And I'm just going, he'd be, he'd be, hold he'd be eating too much of the salary <laughs> hold cap. On. So they, they're an actual running team. That's what they do. <laughs> like, you gotta be kidding me. Now, you don't think Lamar Jackson wouldn't just take well, off like well, a well, rocket well, in the, well, the Falcons? Well, well, hold on. And I like Wes. And hey, I don't know what part of town Wes live in. You know what I'm saying? If I, <laughs> from what I know about Atlanta, he probably got a long drive to he get does. to that stadium. You he know does. what I'm saying? He does. He's, a, he's actually, he's actually, you want to know where Wes is Cartersville, at? Cartersville, right? He's in Cartersville. He's, where, he's oh, hanging yeah. out with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. He's way up 75. All yeah. I'm saying is on your way down 75, there are going to be a lot of people who will be really charged up about buying tickets to go see Lamar, go see Lamar Jackson. Jackson. You're Absolutely. really going to tell me. And this is when Blank came out and said that. Blank is the man who gave Michael Vick, who had the same style of play. What Blank said was that, you know, we got questions about longevity in the style of, you know, with that style of play. Mm -hmm. You gave the biggest contract ever at the time, as I recall, to Michael Vick, who had that same style of play, but was fighting dogs. Um, you didn't know he was fighting dogs, but he turned out to be fighting dogs. <laughs> but you did know that Deshaun Watson was nasty, and you tried to go and get him. A man who, by the way, has two ACL tears in his dossier. Okay, yep. so you went and tried to get the nasty man, um, but you don't want Lamar Jackson because of style of play, though you were down with Vic, and he doesn't come with the concerns that you have with Deshaun Watson. And you, I, I mean, I, it just doesn't make sense. Like, this is not a Tim Tebow sort of situation where they're winning games in spite of the quarterback. They're winning games basically almost entirely because, because of the quarterback. Because of the quarterback. Yeah. Because of the quarterback. And Lamar Jackson might be a stomach sleeper. Can't have that. Oh yeah, you don't, yeah. You, you don't I want did. you don't want that as a you don't want that as a franchise QB. He's a stomach sleeper. I, I only trust guys who are side are you, sleepers and back sleepers. Are you talking no. in code right now? Or no, is that a legitimate concern. No, that no they out. like they brought up his sleep cycle. No, they did. No. Yo, did. This is the part that I don't understand. They did. They did. Yes, yes, they did. They that did. Is this is, this That's is real thing. <laughs> but but let me ask you guys this, and I <laughs> don't understand. In the league, and we're worried about where he sleeps. Yes. Is yeah. he using is he using a down pillow or is it a tempurpedic? I don't know. These are questions I have. No, that's not real. Look, but but look, fellas, let me ask you this. And why is nobody bringing this up more? What the hell is Baltimore going to do if they don't have Lamar Jackson? Tyler, Ooh. no, I saw. But, but Hurley, it, doesn't, right? it doesn't help because like CBS, like see, like some poor intern at CBS had tweeted out like you know, pro pro pro, bowl, pro, pro bowl. Bowl appearances tyler huntley won you know lamar jackson when i'm like what are we doing guys? of all the teams though that i'm Bo, that i'm willing to give grace on that is the ravens why they're the they're the only ones why? because they they have the legitimate to say we don't want to invest in this guy for whatever reason they've been around in them they yeah. don't like they don't want to pay the money mm -hmm. because okay. they they got him at a low cost and now they think they, can they do, think yeah. mistakenly 
that Tyler Huntley, they could do the same. Oh, but they, but they, but they know they can't. But they know they can't. That's the thing. But hold on. That's the thing about the holies missed 10 games in two years thing. That means you've gotten plenty of time to see Tyler Huntley. Thereby, everybody understands this ain't going to work. They are basically saying we're willing to set fire to an entire season. And I believe that doing that will cost them more than it will cost Lamar Jackson to not take the $32 million. Um, Here's what I think they need to root for, though. They need to root for Mike Brown to really get it together and give Joe Burrow whatever deal he's going to give Joe Burrow. Because what I think can happen to bring some sort of resolution to this, and I think Burrow is extension eligible after you know after three years. Mm-hmm. If Mike Brown were to get the money up and give Joe Burrow a contract, what you do have, though, is a new market that is set that is not about Deshaun Watson. Right. right? Yes. Once that yeah. happens, it would be difficult for Lamar to argue that he should get a bigger deal than Burrow has. And so at the very least, at that point, you get a top end. Right, but see, the the thing that makes the Daniel Jones contract weird is that it's so short, so it's not really comparable. Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I say take the shorter deal, make more money, and that's what I. That's yeah. why. I, that's what I'm saying. This. That's because you have. That's because you haven't missed ten games in two years. Like if you miss right. ten games in two years, you ain't talk about just give me a one and one. Yeah. Oh no no no! But five years, I think is fair, and I think it's a fair investment. And I think all of our attitudes towards quarterbacks have to be. You don't have to change Lamar Jackson. You don't have to change Cam Newton. You don't have to change a mobile quarterback. You just have to understand they're not Tom Brady. They're not going to play 40 freaking years in the NFL. Who well, the hell is? Well, keep in mind, Michael Vick played until he was 37. Now, granted, there sure. was a prison break, but this is the thing, though. Yeah. Cam Newton. Well, Cam Newton's- there was also my guy, Andy Reid, who you never want to give any credit to. Oh, but that's a, that's a conversation for another of, day. I give Andy lots of credit. He's <laughs> not responsible for Patrick Mahomes entirely. Entirely. Not entirely. Not, I just not said entirely. Just hap- it just so happened. <laughs> happen to work out sometimes right. you need a little friend That's all. But, yeah, but the thing about Lamar versus a dude like Cam Newton for example is the thing with Cam was you're running in between the tackles and that's yeah. not really what you got with Lamar like no. you watch he doesn't take a lot of head on hits and that's what the defenders say they wish they could get head on shots at Lamar yeah. Jackson they can't yep. they don't you know so this Cam was being used like Earl Campbell and so yeah, he had yes. a career that was about as long as Earl Campbell yeah Bomani Jones, Right Time's podcast, season finale, HBO on Game Theory tonight. Uh, we'll close on this. Dreamville is uh, going to be taking place this weekend at Dorothea Dix on Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you got J. Cole and Drake on Sunday. And I recently saw I saw a TikTok where somebody had opened up a J.C. Penny catalog, 1994, Spring Summer Boys, right? And I bring this up to you, Bo, because we're around the same age, so this kind of hits you know, you see the uh, you see the Looney Tunes characters and sports paraphernalia, right? Uh, you see some uh, some really bright Hornets things, and I thought to myself, "Wow, you know, this is so old that I'm pretty sure that the kids or the Utes that are going to be at this Dreamville show, they're all going to be dressed like this now." And I'm having a hard time processing this. Yo, but do they even know who Bugs Bunny is to know to wear like a Bugs Bunny shirt? <laughs> I hadn't considered that. I think they do. Yeah, we have a 22-year-old uh, yeah. social media person. Yeah, and she, she actually has, has, she like, has a Looney Tunes. She ironically wears she Bugs Bunny. That and some Disney stuff, too. So I think yeah. from the parents, they know who those people yeah. are. Like, Bugs Bunny is to them what, like, Ozzy and Harriet was to us. <laughs> like, we're aware of it. We know what it is, but maybe not why. <laughs> Anyway, I just can't. I just, I just can't wait to see the uh, the polo. I'm sure you had one of these polos back in the day, like the like the big color blocked, oh, yeah. broad stripe polo, oh, the yeah. black, the green, the yellow, all that stuff. 
I saw that in the catalog, and I'm thinking to myself, God, there's going to be so many poofy-haired bros wearing this type of attire at the show this weekend. I don't think I could process it. Yo, our parents had to be looking at that stuff we were wearing and being like, I guess y'all didn't say no to drugs. <laughs> Bomani, all right, man, have a good weekend. Congrats I, on another season of uh, Game 3, man. I appreciate it, man. You guys have a good one. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.